Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, this is Gary Head at Signature Bank of Arkansas. We founded Signature Bank in 2005 with local ownership to serve our communities with the best bankers with the most authority to do business. We have succeeded in growing our bank to over $800 million in assets, including $50 million in growth in the first quarter in 21. We have 155 teammates that love our communities and the customers that we serve. We are always here to serve and eager to do so. As chairman and CEO, I welcome your call to have the opportunity to serve you. Please call 479-684-4700 or online at signature.bank and tell them that you heard about us at I Am Northwest Arkansas. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm here today with a guest that knows his way around a few microphones and cameras and 
videos and all that good stuff. And, and I'm speaking specifically of uh, Dan Robinson, who is with Fayetteville Public Television. Dan and I met, actually, where did we first meet? I think we first met not on the set of uh, Later with Jason Sewell. Didn't we meet somewhere else, too? It might have been before that, but uh, but the first time we got to work together was on Later, and that was a, a great time. You did a great job. It was. Thank you very much. Yeah, that actually, that episode just aired uh, on the day that we're recording this, which is a Monday. That episode just aired two days ago, and I was actually out of town, so I couldn't see it, but I heard it was really good. And I guess I'll, hopefully I'll watch the um, the video, the YouTube or something like that of it at some point. So Yes, all the, all the episodes of Later with Jason Sewell are available on the Fayetteville Public Television YouTube channel. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, Dan, why don't we just jump into it? Uh, I would love for you just to kind of share your superhero origin story with our audience. And and then let's get into talking a little bit about what you do there at Fayetteville Public Television. Sure. My origin story, huh? (laughs) Uh, So my wife and I moved to Fayetteville uh, back around 2000. uh, And then I just kind of did a deep dive into the whole entertainment industry over the course of the last 20 years. It started with running George's Majestic Lounge uh, from uh, 02 to 04. And my wife and I ran that. And so I had the opportunity to connect with local musicians and local community groups. Uh, George's is such a wonderful icon here in Fayetteville and in Arkansas. It's the oldest standing bar in Arkansas. So that was an amazing opportunity to plug right into an establishment and be a part of doing everything I could to have that establishment serve the local community. So uh, I was able to make great relationships with local bands, and then pretty quickly hopped onto 104.9 The X and did a local music show. For 10 years, I was Dr. Dan on Local X on 104.9 The X, and we had the opportunity to highlight local bands for two hours every Sunday night. And so that gave me another medium from which to serve and uh, be a part of the community. Uh, And then in 2012, I had the opportunity to come work at Fayetteville Public Television. And I was on the board of the nonprofit that that manages Fayetteville Public Television for the city. I was on that board for six months. And then when the executive director was stepping down, she said, you should consider this position. And I had never run a television channel before, and I had never been the executive director of a nonprofit. But I was eager to hop into this really amazing environment because it was my jam. I mean, giving people the opportunity to produce content without the obstacles of cost or censorship was something that was very exciting to me. And I saw a lot of growth potential. At the time, in 2012, they had the thing set up, but there was not a lot of people using it. So I was able to turn around to the artistic community that I had been serving already for a decade and say, hey. This is an amazing thing for us to embrace. So we need to go ahead and take advantage of this so that the city will continue to support it. And so since then, it's been just seeing how high we can soar with Fayetteville Public Television. Wow. wow. Man, that, that is a great story. Where, where did you actually physically come from before you came here to Northwest So. Kansas City. I, okay. I, I was a military Just kid. Just up the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a military kid. So I grew up all over the country and all over the world. And then ended up in Kansas City. My dad was stationed in Leavenworth, Kansas. Okay, sure. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. after graduating high school in Leavenworth, I went to Kansas City, Kansas Community College to kick things off and then transferred to the University of Missouri in Kansas City's Music Conservatory. So, you know, I had no idea that I was stepping into the largest public conservatory in the nation and was surrounded by world-class musicians. 
And so that really kicked up my whole game and my perception of what I was capable of. And I got my bachelor's degree in music composition. Oh man, that's awesome! I love I love that story. And then you, you saw fit to to bring your your, your skill set and talents here to Northwest Arkansas, and I've never looked back. So I like that. Yeah, so, so- I, I knew I wanted to find a hometown, and Fayetteville has truly become my hometown. As a military kid, I didn't have one, and yeah. Kansas City was nice, but I truly feel like my heart's in Fayetteville now. Well, we're glad you're here. That's for sure. So talk a little bit about Fayetteville Public Television. I think a lot of people, when they think of public TV, sometimes they think of like Wayne's World. Sometimes they think about, you know, just cable access TV and all that good stuff. Can you kind of articulate maybe the vision for Fayetteville Public Television and, you know, what is available to those individuals that live in this area in terms of accessing your facility there? Sure. So, uh, so we do not mind at all the fact that when people think public access, they think about things like Wayne's World and those other stereotypes. You know, Stephen Colbert has done some great things in conjunction with public access. And so it definitely has a stereotypical perception and look very often. What I've been really excited about is the opportunity with the city's support to blow those expectations out of the water. When we were able to move to an HD format, when we were, work- we were able to move to a fully digital workflow, now we are able to produce at the quality level of any other broadcasting establishment in the area. So, so raising the quality level was definitely something that I was excited about. And so here at FPTV, we offer classes in video production. We offer the equipment for checkout to produce video. And then we have a channel on Cox 218, ATTU verse 99, Ozarks Go 44, and then everything that we're broadcasting on television, we're also broadcasting on YouTube Live. So so if you want to do the appointment television, you can tune in at a certain time and watch, but then we also have a vast YouTube catalog of VOD content as well. So the goal here is really about digital literacy. Um, I feel like this is a big digital literacy initiative. Because at this point, no matter what you're doing in the professional world, you got to use video. Here in the 21st century, video is just a part of it. And if even if you're not planning on producing video, having the vocabulary to communicate with the people who are producing video for you uh, is very valuable and just makes it to where any video that you end up making for marketing or for awareness or anything like that, you're able to communicate better what you would like to see come out of your video product. So we have the opportunity to serve people from 14 to retirees. You know, we serve internal city departments, the recycling department and animal services and parks and rec. They come down and they utilize the resources. But and when I first came on, it was for Fayetteville residents only. It was locked down. And so in 17, 2017, I advocated very strongly that we open our resources to all residents of Washington and Benton County. So now everybody in Washington and Benton County has the opportunity to come take advantage of these resources for a $50 annual membership fee, which we followed the library's model of even, you know, someone who doesn't live in Fayetteville can get a library card for $40 a year. So $50 a year felt like a very attainable uh, way for them to have a little buy-in because it is totally funded by tax dollars. But at the same time, they have the access the thing that I found was when I was out at uh, the farmer's market or if I was at some public event with my booth and I had my cards and I was handing stuff out and I'm here in Fayetteville, right? 
I found that more than 50% of the people I was interfacing with were not from Fayette. Fayetteville is a welcoming city, and we are a hub for all the other cities that are doing things. And so it was very frustrating to me to meet people, to see their excitement, and then be able to say, well, I'm sorry, if you're not a Fayetteville resident, I can't serve you. So, so after a, a pretty lengthy advocacy process, because the big fear was, you know, like, well, if we let them come in, then what's to keep them from overrunning the Fayettevillians who want to use the resources? And I said, I have a hard time getting people to come from Ward 4 of Fayetteville, let alone, you know, if someone's passionate enough to come from Springdale or Rogers or Bentonville, they are, I, I want to absolutely give them the opportunity to pursue this. I love, I love that. I love that. I love that. So, so tell me, um, just out of curiosity, does, does the Springdale, Rogers, or Bentonville have a public television station? No, is the answer to that question. Bella so then Vista, Fay- Fayetteville is what it is. I mean, Bella Vista has one. Bella Vista Community Television, and, uh, and they certainly fit into that model of the stereotypical uh, public access look and feel if you look at their content. And, uh, and so, you know, and they do not offer the classes or the resources for checkout the way that we are able to. So the city really, the city of Fayetteville has embraced this as a public resource, which has been a huge gift. They are, they've been so supportive. And fortunately, we've been able to create the quantifiable results that have shown a, a, you know, eight years of consecutive growth, even through the pandemic, which was a very challenging time. But what we did was immediately pivot to, you know, if you can't come check out our equipment, we are happy to hop on a Zoom conference call with you and look at what you have and help you use what you have better. And then we, it was also a big open call to anyone who was producing video. This is a channel on television. People are scrolling. And when they scroll by and they see a face they recognize, they see an organization they recognize, they're going to tune in and watch. So it's a cornucopia, and my goal is that it be a window into the culture of Northwest Arkansas. Oh, I love that. Man, you're giving me ideas here. Maybe I need to take my I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast and, and put it on TV, though. Yes, you, know, you I, should. I, I, I am an audio purist, but but I love video, too. And, and although I have a face for radio, I, I prefer to uh, to get behind this mic and have some fun with it. So speaking of that, then, you know, if somebody has watched later with Jason Sewell, which we talked about earlier, yeah. great show. Jason is a phenomenal individual. He's a phenomenal human being, but he's a great actor. He is a great host. Uh, he has a show on KNWA with Jacqueline House. And I mean, he's just a good dude all the way around. But if somebody watching his show said, you know what, I want to do something like that, they could conceivably do that at Fayetteville Public Television. Yep. That was why I approached Jason. So when I, I took over in 2012, and then in 2013, I said, we need to have, we'd have a seed in the tip jar. We need to show people what it looks like to make this happen. And I, too, was a big fan of Jason's talents and abilities, and I had a feeling like he would be Northwest Arkansas's host. And so the idea of creating a late-night show that was dedicated to the culture of Northwest Arkansas and all the great things that are happening was very appealing to him. It's right up his vein. So he said to me, Dan, I have no idea how I'd make this happen. And I said, Jason, just show up and I'll take care of the rest. And so uh, the first season was really rough. We were, you know, it was incredibly, it's comical to watch now, kind of like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 thing. I think we could be sitting in front of a screen and be poking fun at ourselves because 
we were just exploring that territory. But three seasons in, Fox 24 got wind of what we were doing. And we got a phone call where they said, we will give you 9.30 on Saturday nights uh, if you are interested. And that's like right before Saturday Night Live. It's right after the news. I mean, it was this perfect pocket. And so we were like, yes, please, we would love to do this. So it went from eight episodes a season to 32 episodes a season. And we've been doing 32 episodes a season since season four. And we just wrapped up season eight and we're kicking off season nine. And uh, our ratings have steadily increased. They've renewed our contract every year. And uh, we're reaching great demographics. And I think the audience really enjoys having the opportunity to see local musicians, local chefs, local community leaders, sketch comedy, you know, all these great things that we're used to in a late night show, but Northwest Arkansas focused. Yeah, I love that. I, I mean, the com- everything about it is great. I, I really enjoy that. And um, I think it's important for people to recognize that there are outlets like the public television that can allow them to kind of scratch that creative itch that they have. Too often, we think we're in this by ourselves and that maybe the resources aren't there. And you said something earlier about, you know, access to the Fayetteville Public Library for 40 bucks a year, which Honestly, I mean, I'm sitting in here in the library right now as we're recording this in a room, but uh, I've been using the library since I came here. It was one of the biggest hooks that my wife had when she, when we first moved here in 2014, she absolutely fell in love with the library and we've been in love with this place ever since. $40, it's the best $40 you could ever spend. If you don't physically live in Fayetteville, if you live in Springdale, if you live in Rogers, if you live in Bentonville, I apologize. You guys just don't have a library like this, but you have access to it. That's right. And that's, there is a difference, right? And when I tell people all the time, just drive on down the road, come on down here, David Johnson and the rest of the team at the library, they will welcome you with open arms. Trust me when I say this, it's well worth the drive. And once you come, you will be part of the converted. Absolutely. It's yeah. a gem. The library yeah. is truly amazing and definitely a destination worth traveling to. Yeah. And you guys are easy to find too. You're right across the street from what is now the current Fayetteville Public, uh, Fayetteville Police Station. You're right there yep. at the back of the Fayetteville Town Center, and you're just down the street from the um, library. So it, it kind of works out that way. So it's yep. Perfect. We're at the corner yes. corner of Rock and Block, right across uh, one block south of the Fayetteville Square. Yeah, no, that's perfect. So I also know that you can kind of help people if I'm getting into, or if anyone listening to this is getting into video editing and the like, uh, I guess, uh, or at least I've heard somewhere where you guys work with DaVinci Resolve. That's which, correct. That, yeah. Which is, I mean, honestly, it's actually, it's for a free product. It is the most free high end product that I've ever seen. I mean, you know, movie studios use DaVinci Resolve. They use the black magic camera, which comes out of the DaVinci family of cameras, of video cameras. So for the, for the uninitiated, it's really, really nice to know that you have that available. It's not the easiest application to use, just teaching yourself, but connecting with the Fayetteville Public Television Station and checking out some of their YouTube channel videos can kind of help you bridge that gap. Is that, is that correct or am I that overstating is, it? Absolutely. No, that is correct. And there's just something, there's something special about being able to pop your head out the door and say, hey, I don't know where this button is, you know, or I don't know how to quite do this. And the fun part is we have editing bays here available in three-hour increments. So you can come in, you can settle in and work on your project. And then if you need a little tech support, we're right around the corner and we're happy to help. So that is a big part of it is that when you're by yourself, it's easy to get lost 
in a challenge. It's easy to get lost in your head of like, ah, this is just too overwhelming. We have a course that we teach called content creation. We have a basic content creation course. So the other thing that we find since we've been doing this for a while is that when people come in excited about an idea, they don't necessarily understand the entire workflow from napkin to releasing it. And so what we're able to do is help walk you through what your idea is before you even get started and then figure out exactly what tools you need to make that happen. And we can shape those classes to knowing what your end goal is going to be. If you want to work on a podcast, then we can cover everything that we need to cover, but make sure that you've got the details to make your podcast successful. And uh, talk shows and comedy shows and cooking shows, yoga shows, religious content, political content, the whole vision and mission of this place is to offer the ability to produce those things without the obstacles of cost and censorship. And that's, that's the other thing is if you just want to get started, sometimes it's prohibitive to even get some basic gear. And before you make that investment, it's totally worth coming down and giving it a try first, figuring out what you like and what you don't like before you start thinking about purchasing your own equipment. Amen to that. Because I tell people all the time, they always want to buy a bunch of stuff. I do a lot of podcast consulting and podcast strategy consulting and firms want to spend a lot of money buying a bunch of equipment. I'm like, no, slow down. Let's figure out what you need first, but let's let's make sure this is something that you want to do. Don't go running off to big lot, let's see, uh, Best Buy and buying yeah. a bunch of stuff or just going on Amazon. You can spend a lot of money. I mean, I, I love, I mean, it's I'm like a kid in the candy shop when I get an audio catalog in the mail. I'm sure you're the same way. You start looking around at things like justifying everything that you could buy. But the reality is, is that you want to make sure you're getting what you need. Don't just go out and buy because people will oblige you and sell you whatever. But, you know, I mean, Dan makes a great point. I just think anybody listening to this that even had a remote idea about getting started, just, you know, start simply by gaining some information and knowledge and insight. And that will lead you down a long path. Plus, one thing I will say, Dan, is something that we didn't have even 10 years ago, the cameras that we carry, and I'm holding it up for those that are listening to this, the cameras that we carry in our pockets now have capabilities that far surpass even a lot of stuff that you buy after market. So just keep that in mind. I can shoot 4K on my iPhone. The audio quality is, is astounding. And, you know, they've shot, they've shot movies on these phones. So there's not much you can't do nowadays. And for most of us, the barrier to entry is, is as simple as your phone and go from there. Now, if you don't have a phone, that's a different conversation. But if you have a phone, you start there and you, you build on that. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that's the, that, that is the case. So Dan, why don't you, kind of talk about what you guys are looking forward to for the future of Fayetteville Public Television. And uh, what are you excited about right now? We're still kind of in the midst of this pandemic. And you said that the pandemic was kind of a, a pivot point for you guys in terms of how you focused and looked at things. But what are you excited about for the future? Well, we're excited about the new synergy we're seeing now that we're back open. Uh, we did because of the pandemic, we had to close the television center for the first time in 25 years. We had to close it for six months and work in a fully remote model. But now that we're back open with social distancing and with safety precautions in place, we're already seeing people eager to get back into the studio, eager to check out the cameras. Something I'm excited about is today, we got four new basic field cameras. Our basic field cameras before were very basic. Uh, They were functional, but they were very basic. What we wanted to do was give people the opportunity to have the next level of quality. So we've got 4K cameras that are available for checkout as our basic field rigs. 
And then the studio facility is a real, is another gem. People don't realize that there's a great little studio here with cameras that have teleprompters and a great studio lighting rig and a green screen with a psych wall. So that's available for checkout in three-hour increments. If someone wants to see what it's like to try to make a show, they have the opportunity to come down and have access to not only the equipment, but the facility that allows for the next level of production. Yeah. And, you know, and I got to say, when I was in there, I was really pleasantly surprised by what I saw when I got to go to the Later with Jason Sewell set. And it just was just perfectly put together. It's not really big. And then when I saw, I got to see a little bit of it because my wife FaceTimed me while it was on because I was in Kansas City at the time. So I, she FaceTimed it to me and I started to watch it. I was like, oh, wow, it actually looks really, really good. It's just like it does when I've watched it before. But I just think that, you know, the, there's, there's some magic there that happens when you, you have the right equipment and the right people behind the cameras to put things together. And you guys just did a, a great job. It was just two of you working that day in addition to me, myself, Bo, and Jason. But uh, you guys did an amazing job. And I was in and out of there in like 40 minutes and we were done. And the yeah. rest was, uh, you, you know, the rest of the sausage making happened on the back end, as they say. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah, we feel like so. we're able to do big things with a small space. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Well, if anybody wants to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So the first thing to do is visit our website at faypublic.tv. Um, that's faypublic.tv. And there you can see full listings of the, the services we offer. You can click the watch button and it'll take you right to our YouTube live. So that's an easy way to get to our YouTube feed. But there's also a login button that we're really excited about. We have a customized, personalized portal that allows people to go in and create an account for themselves. They can reserve equipment through the portal. They can sign up for classes through the portal, and they can even submit their programs through the portal. So if you click login and make yourself a profile, then we're a we have your information. We're able to follow up and we're help you, able to help you make your ideas come to life. Okay. And just out of curiosity, is Jason's the only program that has come out of Fayetteville Public TV that has then kind of moved over to, you know, the regular stations like a Fox or a KNWA? Yes, it is the first show that has been syndicated on a regional network that has been produced at Fayetteville Public Television. Nice, nice. So I guess the goal is to maybe hopefully generate a few more like that. Yes. And we have seen several other great shows emerge. Uh, They haven't made that leap. But at the same time, the Wendy Love Ed show has been an incredible example of someone who had the tenacity and put together a team and created a very edgy, amazing show about plant medicine. And we have the Black Label show with Devontae Dickerson. He's done amazing things. We've had multi... Delaney did the, the horror. She did the murder like the murder mystery hour or so, you know, like we have people who are excited to build a set and create an environment where they can have a talk show and it may not make it all the way to syndication, but at the same time, it finds a viewing audience and it gives them that experience and they're able to build on that with their other endeavors. Yeah, no, I love that. I'm always telling people do not despise small beginnings because small things lead to big things. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dan, thank you so much for coming on and uh, sitting down with us and educating us on, you know, just another thing that's available to us here in Northwest Arkansas that we may not be aware of. And I think a lot of people that are listening to this podcast are like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Maybe you're sitting around 
with an idea for a show that you want to do or something along those lines. And you need to get off that couch and stop watching Netflix and yep. go create because the Fayetteville Public Television Station is waiting in eager expectation for you to come down and visit them and show them what you can do because uh, there is uh, plenty of room uh, on the bus, as they said. That's right. Yeah. So good. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the podcast and, and we really appreciate it. I'm so glad that you chose to come here once you left Kansas City and that you have made this your home. And, and for you and your wife, we really appreciate the service and dedication that you guys have put into this place that we call home, Northwest Arkansas, first at Georgia's Majestic Lounge and now at Fayetteville Public Television. Dan Robinson, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I hope you guys enjoyed that. It's, uh, I really want to encourage you to go down and check out the Fayetteville Public Television Station. You've got the address now. There is no excuse. Just uh, check it out and let us know what you think. Remember, to learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us in all things NWA. Sign up today. You can also follow the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcasts come out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.